Okay, when did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Well, let's just say I'm a weirdo and I want to be messy and see what you're up to, like who you're hanging with. I can just stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. I knew you did that. <laughs> no, I did not do that. <laughs> I don't do that. I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages and keep it between friends and then use that money any place Apple Pay is accepted. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Monica, please keep it in the chat. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. We are supported by New Balance. Whether you're going for your first ever jog around the park, getting ready for a marathon, or even picking up the pace on the last stretch before you get home, if you run, you're a runner. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered. Because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance. Run your way. Visit newbalance.com running to learn more. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Armchair Anonymous. I'm Dak Shepard. I'm joined by Monica Padman. We do love these, don't we? Oh, don't we ever. Of course, this is school dance disasters. Did you have one? Uh, Yeah, yeah. You pooped in the punch bowl? No, this is probably worse. Eighth grade dance, big, big dance. That's the one where everyone dresses up. And no seventh graders or sixth graders. Exactly. And I'm dating Randy Hammond. I was oh. the prettiest girl in school. And <laughs> we take our two friends. We decide to all go together. Yeah. And they had made an announcement that you could not rent limousines. Oh. So my father at the time, who subleased cars, yeah. owned a limousine. By the way, Easter egg for this episode. So because my dad owned it and my brother drove it, we're like, this will be no problem. We didn't rent a limousine. Uh-huh. And Yeah, that's fair. And we went, Randy and I and our two friends. And when we arrived, Bart Montani, my <gasps> assistant principal, who loved me and couldn't stand dealing with me all at the same time. Oh my god. He rooted for me and punished me a regularly. A lot of people can relate. <laughs> <laughs> he would not let us into the dance. Oh. We were not allowed to go to no. the dance. Yes, yes. And then so so then my brother got involved and he tried to bring us back in a different car. It was a whole thing. Aww. So we were, I ruined basically. Oh, but you try and do something so sweet. It's so sweet. I do remember the limo trying to get up and down Randy's driveway, which is in the woods. And we almost didn't make it just because of that. Wow. Was Randy <laughs> sad? I think everyone made the best of it. We told ourselves, well, this will be more memorable. It was still a very fun night. We went out to eat in the limousine. That's and, fun. Yeah, but I felt. Of course, terrible for everyone else. Sorry, of course, I instigated this. I was trying to be a big shot, I guess. (laughs) Sometimes you you never learn your lessons. Uh, I know. (laughs) Look, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You're Uh, right. So I guess I did have a a school dance disaster. So please enjoy school dance disasters. Times come and go. Good times take them slow. Hi, is this Megan? This is. Our apologies. Our internet went out. Yeah. Had to do a hard reset in the basement, but we're back. Oh, that's okay. No worries. (laughs) Where are you at, Megan? 
I'm in Indiana. And what glorious city of Indiana are you in? Indianapolis. Oh, oh Indy proper. Heart of the city. Yeah, heart of the state. I mean, heart of the state. <laughs> <laughs> Does your school dance disaster take place in Indiana? No, so it actually is about my high school prom, and it takes place in Livonia, Michigan. No way! Did you go to Stevenson? No, I went to Franklin. Franklin. Okay, well, my grandma Yola's taught at Stevenson. I didn't know that, but I've been a fan of this podcast forever. And so I've been listening since the very beginning and my favorite episodes with your mom. Uh-huh. And she mentioned that she grew up right behind Wonderland Mall. And that's where I grew up. No wow. kidding. I still live there. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So we had the Arby's around the corner. Also, when we interviewed Sanjay Gupta, we talked about you had the Ponderosa and the strip mall by the Kmart. So they got rid of the Kmart. Everything has changed a lot. So I don't think they have that anymore. But we are literally right behind. Like, there's a Target and a Walmart, and we're right there. Oh, my God. Okay. Did you say senior prom? It's my senior prom, yeah. Okay, walk us through what happened. Okay, so there's three high schools in Livonia, and I guess there's only two weekends that they can have prom on. So I was dating someone from Churchill, and they chose the same weekend for our proms to be on. So we had to pick. And so I had some friends at Churchill, and I was like, I think it'll be okay. Let's just go to your prom. We're getting ready for the prom. Everything's going smoothly. My mom comes out and she says she has a surprise for me. You know, I'm all dressed up. It was 2011. So people are wearing like huge poofy princess gowns. We all look like flowers. Oh, beautiful. (laughs) My mom comes out and she goes, oh, we have a surprise for you. My grandma had passed a year prior and we were really close. And I was named after her and she brings out this box and she goes, I have your grandma's clutch that she took to her prom. And it's like this cute little bag and it's bedazzled and I'm so excited. And she says, just really be careful not to lose it. Like, don't let anything happen to it. So I'm like, okay, I won't, I promise. (laughs) So we go to prom, actually everything goes well. We're in a group of like 20 people. We have a huge party bus that we rented and After prom, we have about an hour left in our party bus rental. And so we decide to tell the driver to just drive around downtown Livonia. You know, we'll make the use of our time with the bus. And so he's driving around the downtown, like four shops on the side of the road. And we're, you know, being high school seniors, we're hanging out of the windows, yelling like senior year and prom. (laughs) Everything's going great. We're having a great time. You're drinking a little bit. Has anyone snuck in some booze? Are people intoxicated? No, honestly, I didn't really drink in high school. We were very good. So there was one person in the group that one of the girls had brought him as a date. He was from like a neighboring high school. I can't remember which one. Uh, Wald Lake Central. Something like that. The real Dax type. (laughs) (laughs) And so he was a little sketchy and I didn't really know if substances were on board. But finally, we get back to the girl's house where all of our cars are at. We come in from inside the windows and I'm looking for my grandma's bag. And I can't find it. I'm looking in the seats. It's got my cell phone in it, my money, and my boyfriend's car keys. And so I tell him, I'm like, I can't find my bag. So he goes to the front of the bus and kind of like blocks off the front. And he makes an announcement. And he's like, everyone, we need to start looking for Megan's bag. And... Uh, oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. 
Well, you just bared witness to the biggest tech debacle we've had in armchair history. And thank you for your patience. Wow, I feel honored. <laughs> now, for the audience, our Wi-Fi went out. So now we switched to an iPad, which took a tremendous amount of time. Yeah, out. and then we moved to a whole a rec different recorder. Whoa. It's a whole thing. Yes, we had a bad cable that we yeah. were chasing down everything with. Anyways, if it sounds a little bit different, that's what happened. I'm so sorry. You were at the point where you were trying to get off the bus and you discovered you yes. did not have grandma's clutch. And your boyfriend was making an announcement. Perfect. I can start there. Okay. <laughs> so he gets to the front of the bus and he basically stands there and like blocks off the exit and says, we need to find Megan's purse it's somewhere on the bus everyone start looking and so as soon as he does that the sketchy guy stands up shoves him aside and like runs off the bus no oh, no and so at this point all of the guys just kind of like make eye contact and they're all just like get him they all <laughs> just run off the bus all 10 of us girls are on the bus freaking out the girl who brought him as a date is like he didn't steal it he doesn't have it we just kind of let the guys handle it so they all follow him out he gets into his car the guys surround the car and are basically like yelling things at him like give it back we know you have it but I don't know if he just got nervous or what but all of a sudden he just turns his car on and hits the gas straight into the side of the party bus no. oh my god what he just completely panicked because he's surrounded by this mob of kids right. oh my goodness and he thought that was gonna get him out he thought that's a, you know I've made a couple bad decisions it's time to make a great decision <laughs> I'm gonna t-bone the party bus <laughs> I don't really know what the logic was but that's what happened and so luckily none of the guys got her the bus was a tank so we were fine but i looked out the window that i was hanging out of and i just see the front of his car like crunched into the side of the bus and then all of a sudden i see him back up and take off and so we all run out of the bus now at this point I am like crying. I'm like, that's my grandma's purse. And everyone's freaking out. The bus driver's like yelling stuff about insurance and the guys are like all amped up. And then like a movie, it just starts pouring down rain. And so we're in the street, like freaking out, trying to call the cops. And, you know, you can't really get that far in the suburbs with significant front end damage to your car. So they're actually able to find him pretty quickly. They were searching his car for the bag because we had told them that he stole our purse. They search him everywhere. They can't find it. It turns out he had stuck it down the front of his pants <gasps> and it just fit perfectly. Dead grandma's purse right in his balls. Oh. No. Wow. Wow. We got it back and we got all of our items back, but he ended up going to court because the police pressed charges and we were called to court. And my mom was kind of an angel and she let him off with community service. Oh wow. my God. And he just thought there was a ton of money in that purse or he wanted to steal for his grandma, maybe? Kids from Livonia, like we don't yes. have a lot in our bags. I don't know. But maybe because it was bejeweled, it looked expensive. He had maybe sussed you out to be a uh, you know, rich. fancy rich girl. <laughs> well, thank God that all happened at the end of the night because it sounds like you had a wonderful prom until then. It was okay before that, but I'm like, oh man, I had a disaster prom. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh, I feel bad for the girl who went who Yes. Him. Tell us about the aftermath with her. Well, so I didn't really know her that well, but it's funny because when we called the cop, my mom was telling me that I guess when this guy came to pick her up for the prom, 
her dad got a bad vibe as well, and he took down his license plate number before oh. he drove her off to prom. And that's how we were able to find the car, because we gave the police his license oh. plate number. Oh, my that's... Lord. Yeah, and if you're a dad, you're like, I'm probably just overreacting and being overprotective. I can't really get in the way of this, but I'm going to at least write down this plate. And yep. By Lord, he was right. He caught on the bad vibes. Uh, I wonder what happened to that young man. Did we ever find out years later? Did anyone keep tabs on him? I completely forgot his name, and hopefully... He turned his life around. He's doing okay. Let's hope he learned. Speaking of cars, so I actually have a funny connection with you and a 1979 Honda Accord. So I called my mom to tell her I was doing this show. And she's like, oh, Dax Shepard, his dad sold me my first car. Oh. Wait, my dad, Dave Shepard, sold your mother her first car. Yeah, she said it. I wrote it down. Tamaroff Buick Honda. Oh, wow. Yes, he worked there. Yeah, they had a mutual friend and they told her to buy her car from him. <laughs> and so she ordered her Honda Accord and then she went to go pick it up. And she realized she didn't know how to drive a stick shift. So he taught her how to drive stick shift in the parking oh, lot. Oh, that's oh, come sweet. On. Well, this turned out to be a lovely surprise yeah. ending. I'm so happy to hear that's how my dad behaved. Yeah. Well, Did she he was take her out for really a cocktail? Pretty, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let me show you how to drive stick on the way up to Nifty Norman's. We'll grab a couple cocktails and see how you like this thing. Oh, that's nice. Oh, what, a, what an amazing coincidence. And then, yes, Livonia. I mean, I spent all my summers between five and six off of Merriman. We live right off of Middle Belt. Oh, perfect. Right next to it. Well, Megan, thanks so much for your patience. That was crazy. That's yes. the most we've ever put a guest through. And your attitude did not suffer at all. You're still all smiles and chipper chipper. And we thank you for that. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I'd like to give a shout out to my dad, if possible. It's his birthday today. Oh, yes. yes. Happy birthday, dad. He's in his upper 60s and he's still working the night shift at the assembly line at Ford. So he's the hardest working person I know. He's just the best. Oh, oh that's so man. sweet. That's also a ding, ding, ding to an episode coming up on uh, Thursday. Yeah, well, we can tell you, yes, the CEO of Ford is on Thursday. Yeah. Ah. Nice. I wish I had known about your dad. I would have put in a good word for him. Well, happy birthday to your dad. What's his name? Leonard. Leonard. Happy birthday, Leonard. Thanks for making those Fords so tough. <laughs> and great meeting you, Megan. Nice to meet you guys, too. Have a good one. Bye. Okay, take care. Hello. Ben, can you hear us? Not if you can hear us. No. I can hear you. Oh, oh, we can hear you now. And now we can hear you. Perfect. How you doing? So sorry for our delay. We've had tremendous technical difficulties, and now we're talking to you on an iPad over cellular. You're forgiven. Oh, thank you so <laughs> much. It's awesome to meet you guys. You too, Ben. Where are you in the country? I'm in upstate New York, small town near Syracuse. How far from Niagara Falls? Uh, like a couple hours. I'm actually, for the Unifiles, I'm in Ithaca, New York. Cornell University. Cornell. Very fancy. Yes. So you had a crazy school dance experience? Yeah, I did. So this particular school dance was a Halloween dance. Oh. It was my senior year of high school. And I'm a pretty introverted guy, not super comfortable in social situations. So I wasn't planning on going. As sensitive as I am to social situations, I'm also pretty willing to succumb to social pressures. Oh, no. Great. I hadn't planned on going all day. And at the end of the day, I get calls from a couple of friends. One friend in particular, Kyle, 
convinced me to go, but it's last minute and it's a Halloween dance. So I do not have a costume. So I'm raiding closets in my parents' house. I end up with an amalgam of random things that I'm throwing on. The first of which is a long black curly wig reminiscent of Slash, uh, Guns N' Roses. I coupled that with a really cool Buffalo Bills jersey, a practice jersey. It was one of those ones that ends at your belly button and is mostly Uh see-through. Midriff net. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. I top it off with some cutoff jean shorts that I fashioned that night before the dance. It was my first attempt as a seamstress and the last (laughs) when I put them on I realized I had gone a little bit too far Uh not much left to the imagination with these shorts. Daisy Dukes, proper short shorts. Exactly. I was probably breaking some school dress codes, <laughs> but that got overlooked due to some of the other things that were about to take place. <laughs> I get it all together and we head to my sister's apartment. She was a college student at the time, living locally, a few minutes from the high school. So we head over to her house and convince her to procure some social lubricant. Sure. Yes, you're going to need it. You're an introvert. What else can you do? Absolutely. I think in my response to the prompt, I said that it was King Vladimir. It was a lateral move. It was actually Barton's. My sister wanted to make sure that was clear. I don't know if you know Barton's vodka. No. No. It's a $10 plastic handle. Good stuff. You're getting a full liter for $10 or you're getting a full half gallon for $10? It's like the huge handle. I'm really not sure, but it's plastic. So indicative of the quality. It's effective. (laughs) That's what they're known for. So I take three or four shots. We're in her kitchen. Kyle takes three or four shots. You know, not peak tolerance uh, as a senior in high school. As we're leaving, I decide, yeah, that was not enough. And I turn on my heels as we're walking out the door and I bolt to the kitchen alone. And I grab the handle and I don't bother with a glass this time. Uh I take one disastrous pull from this thing. Uh It sealed my fate for the rest of the night. Yeah, Barton's. It was disgusting. And it's not 30 (laughs) seconds before I've realized I've completely overshot the landing on this one. (laughs) You're messy. Yeah. Oh, it's messy very quickly. I'm getting out of the car and I vividly remember having the thought, this is definitely the drunkest I've ever been. And in fact, that thought a few minutes after that drink is the last thing I remember for the night. Oh, Oh. wow. Right into the blackout. Yeah, right into (laughs) it. So everything from here on out is eyewitness accounts. (laughs) (laughs) And I've talked to a few friends and gotten some clarity on a few things over the past couple of days. But I walk into the dance. It's immediately apparent to everyone who's paying attention that I am hammered. I'm very excited to be there. (laughs) I get through checkpoint one, getting in and saying hello to a few people. It's so obvious how drunk I am that a kid that didn't even know me pulls out his picture phone from 06 and starts snapping pictures of me for posterity. (laughs) (laughs) He knows he'll be telling the story later. So he wants a little photographic evidence. Exactly. So I walk into the gym and just get right down to it. I'm putting on a show with some air guitar, (laughs) a lot of air humping. Oh, wow. (laughs) You know, it's a school dance, so it had just started, and most people haven't gotten comfortable yet with the dancing. So I'm one of just a few, and I'm getting a circle gathering around me. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, so it culminates in me getting down on the floor 
on my side doing the classic air guitar move. Were you spin in a circle like Michael J. Fox? Running in circles on yes, the floor. Yes, uh, Back to the Future style. Exactly, right. Yes. So at this point, one of my friends has the wherewithal to think, we need to get Ben out of this situation. This is not going to end well. So he does what he can to get me to a bathroom. Unfortunately, there's only one bathroom. It's the main one off of the gym that everyone's going to be going in and out of. He gets me in there. I immediately get sick. All that spinning in your guitar move on the ground. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> People are shuffling in and out and there's no hiding what's going on in there. So lo and behold, the last visitor into the bathroom while I'm in there is our principal. Yes. My friend is standing behind me, steadying me, trying to keep me upright. And our principal walks in. And he grabs my friend by the shoulder and pulls him back. And one of the off-quoted statements from this event, he pulls him back and he says, you're out, I'm in. Oh, oh, gosh. <laughs> oh I like that. <laughs> like tagging him out as a big-time wrestler. The principal drags me to his office, starts making some phone calls. Uh, he calls my parents, obviously. I don't know if he alerted the authorities, but he called for an ambulance. An ambulance? That seems extreme. It was clear it had reached a point where I needed medical attention. Oh, oh. no. Oh, <laughs> oh no. God. That must have been an enormous pull you took yeah. out of the plastic handle. It was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I at least doubled what I had taken before that. That's my guess anyway. But I'm sitting in his office. He's making phone calls. We're waiting for people to arrive to take me. For whatever reason, I decide I'm going to stand up with authority and I lean over his desk, you know, palms down on the desk like I'm going to say something to the principal, but I don't say anything. I then puke again <laughs> all over his desk. God. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. The principal was not not happy, obviously. And then I continue to puke this time in a blue recycling bin. He keeps me somewhat in order until the ambulance gets there. Oh, oh Jesus. At the school dance. And you look like a bozo. You're in yeah. a midriff and oh, yeah. jean shorts. Are you probably lost. You had to have lost the wig by now right. is my guess, though. I'm guessing I took that <laughs> There's off. no way Who that knows? thing made it through all that. <laughs> so the ambulance gets there. I'm feeling there's an injustice happening. Why am I being targeted? I'm sure <laughs> other people here have had eight <laughs> shots of Barton's vodka before getting here. <laughs> I get a little bit uncooperative as they're getting me into a stretcher. Oh. I'm becoming violent. Oh. I'm swatting oh. at the paramedics. They're just <laughs> trying to get me into this ambulance. It takes quite a while. Eventually, they apply handcuffs oh. to get me from taking someone out. <laughs> As I'm on my way to the hospital in the ambulance, my dad and sister are also on their way. My sister is... In a lot of trouble, yeah. obviously, the older sister and Damn boost it. supplier. Oh. Yeah. I get to the hospital and they do some diagnostics, make sure, you know, I haven't hit my head or anything like that. They give me a catheter and I am then later told that the catheter was given by a close church friend oh. of my oldest sister. Oh, great. So the church friend saw your penis, handled it actually. Got all up in there. <laughs> right. And I have to see her all the time after this. So every time I see her, it's <laughs> extremely painful. So they give me the catheter. Probably the most shameful thing I did 
during this night was when the attending physician came in, I'm talking to him and I realize that he's the father of one of my classmates who I'm not friends with. He was a very nice kid, but he's a devout member of the goth community. And I say Uh to the doctor, are you so-and-so's dad? And he says, yes, I am. And I respond, why is your son such a fucking weirdo? Oh, no. I feel absolutely terrible about that. I hesitated to even include that in the story, but it happened. Listen, we applaud your honesty, especially when being distasteful. Look, Monica stole some cookies. She might have been racist to a classmate. (laughs) God knows what I've done. We appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, no. What did he say? I didn't get that part of the account of what happened. I think he was pretty nice about it. Oh, I found out that my BAC was 0.29. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, 0.08 is legally drunk behind the wheel. You 3X'd that. Did they have to pump your stomach? They didn't have to go that far. Luckily, I got rid of most of it before getting in the hospital. They just kept things moving along with the catheter. That was that for the hospital visit. Afterward, I'm in the car on my way home with my dad and my sister And an important detail of the story is that my dad is a deeply religious guy and very conservative and, in fact, has never had a drop of alcohol in his life. He's never been drunk. Whoa, whoa. Like Jehovah's Witness type. Yeah, a lot of fire and brimstone in his youth. And he was under the impression you drink alcohol and you're done. That's sealing your fate. Well, he kind of was a little bit right in this situation, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So he's trying to relate to me, to a person he can't possibly relate to in that moment and trying to talk some sense and, you know, why'd you do this? And I'm not hearing any of it. My wits are not about me at all still at this point. And the only thing I can seem to come up with in response to what he's saying is over and over again in front of my sister and to my dad, I just keep saying, Dad, I want to fuck bitches. Oh, Oh. my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You're like in a fucking 90s comedy at this point. You're in that Project X or something. (laughs) I just keep repeating it. He (laughs) keeps just confirming, okay, that's what you want to do. Really, son, do you? (laughs) And that's pretty much it until the next morning we get home. I wake up. Zero memory. I don't know what's going on. I'm in my family's living room on the couch with a big comforter over me. And I think, well, maybe I just got home and fell asleep on the couch. Maybe nothing terrible happened. And I look down and on my wrist is the hospital bracelet. Oh. <laughs> the wave of anxiety was intense. It was horrible. I can feel it every time I think about it. And I was suspended for a week. Obviously, I had to deal with the disappointment of my parents, which was the worst piece of it. Mm-hmm. My friend Kyle, at some point during the night, I think when I was in my principal's office, was trying to convince the principal, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Trying to save the day. This is going to 
blow over. Let's get past this. And in so doing, got himself into trouble. Oh, oh boy. We call this a grand slam. This is a home you did run. It all. Yeah, you left nothing unwrecked. There was one more detail. We got barred from trying out for basketball that winter. <gasps> That's a dumb punishment. You don't need less involvement. You need more. Right, more structure. Right, yeah, let's yeah. give this guy more free time yeah. to, to drink after school. <laughs> the cherry on top, though, actually was I contracted epididymitis from the catheter. <gasps> what the What's fuck that? is epididymitis? I don't know the specifics exactly, but I do know that, sorry to be graphic, but my scrotum weighed what felt like a couple of pounds. Just super infected. Oh. oh, my Lord. Terrible, terrible pain for a few days. Ah. Oh, wow. wow. So were they swollen? They were extremely swollen. Oh. I want to say like three to four times their normal size. Grapefruit territory? Getting close. Yeah. Oh. It was weird. Was there any autoerotic part of you that enjoyed how big they looked? <laughs> Be honest. It was kind of fun. Okay. I mean, I don't want to do it again, but right. it, was, it was kind of fun. Yeah, I just feel like I wouldn't mind. If there was no pain associated with it, I wouldn't mind having grapefruit balls for a day or two. I feel like a chimpanzee. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my goodness, Ben. You really did it. You left no stone unturned. You got to think about what it's like to be a principal of a high school. Oh, you got 500 kids showing up to awful. a dance. And you just know, like, yeah, percentage-wise, I will be dealing with someone so in a blackout yeah. in a couple hours. I did. It didn't occur to me till much later that that puke had to be cleaned off his exactly. entire desk by someone. I feel terrible about that. I bet there are papers. <laughs> we lost some paperwork yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we definitely did. <laughs> Well, Ben, that's a barn burner. I'm glad you didn't sustain any more injuries other than the elephantitis of the testicles. <laughs> I think you got out probably pretty unscathed considering the condition we well, know you were in. Well, basketball, that's bad. Oh, yeah, that's bad. You could have played for the Knicks. And just the guilt of getting my friend in trouble who was relatively responsible and trying to save the day. And he was actually a, an athlete and really would have liked the chance to try out for a senior year basketball. Oh, oh no. And you took your sister down too. Yeah. <laughs> there was some carnage. Yeah, a lot to learn. Did you ever end up drinking responsibly or did it turn out you had a problem? Not right after that. I had a few more events. I still do drink, but I've learned to do so responsibly. This was half a lifetime ago. I'm 34 uh, today, Okay, 17 that day. So it took a couple of years, but I got there. I'm glad you got figured through. Yeah, figured it out. Well, Ben, it's great to meet you. Thank yes. you so much for telling us that story. Thank you guys so much. All right, Bye. take care. We are supported by ZipRecruiter. Are there some fantastic concerts coming to your city this summer? Mine too. In fact, Anderson Pack's playing at the Hollywood Bowl. I can't wait for Ooh, it. Ooh, that's exciting. If you want to be sure to see your favorite artist, you need to jump on it right away. I've already DM'd him saying, yes, I got to be in that front row. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash DAX. 
Got your eye on a rock star candidate? ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. Once you review ZipRecruiter's list of the most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply to encourage them to apply sooner. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash DAX. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash DAX. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. We are supported by BetterHelp. Listen, I understand that sometimes you want to keep things to yourself, process your emotions in your own time. But if you keep everything bottled up, it can have some serious consequences. I have therapy on Saturday. I'm really looking forward to it. I had therapy this morning. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and it put me in the greatest mood. We had a long, big day, and I just felt much better for having Because you were, some... not to out you, you were a little grumpy going in. I was. I was. I was to be <laughs> Rob specific. and I received some texts Yeah, morning. I was locked out of my therapy setting, <laughs> which is this attic. <laughs> <sighs> But then you felt much better after. I felt much better. And I even made some apologies. Um, talking things out can be so helpful. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. Check out BetterHelp if you've been thinking of trying therapy. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's also easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for any reason for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DAX today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DAX. We are supported by Squarespace. Guys, we have a Squarespace website that's just gorgeous. That Wobby Wob, you uh, you built that yourself using all the templates, yeah? I sure did. Yeah. Easy peasy? So easy. Well, the best part about Squarespace is it's an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools, and you can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options with Squarespace Blueprint. Plus, you can kickstart or update written content on any website, product description, or email with Squarespace AI. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with the code DAX. What an experience. The introvert of it all is interesting, isn't it? That's common. Yeah. I do remember high school parties where like this shy person would be all of a sudden at an 11. Yeah. And like, I didn't even know they had it in they, I It's a coping mechanism. So that's why they over drink. Mm-hmm. Also, he looked exactly like my eighth grade teacher who then became a school principal. Oh, my ding, ding, dingles. It did remind me of, I have a very similar story from high school. Colleen, who I'm in love with, comes over with her friend, a snowboarder. Maybe I'm trying to impress them. We're drinking vodka, same thing. And I drink probably eight or 10 ounces of it. It occurs to me that I'm too drunk as I fall down (gasps) the staircase into my basement. Oh, no. Which was a very, very long staircase. And as I was plumping around, I thought, oh, I really can't walk right now. Oh, God. Yeah. Did you throw up? I threw up. She kind of tucked me in and then she drove her friend back in Barton's minivan and then returned and took care of everything. Oh. Thank you, Colleen. That was nice. Yeah, very nice.
Hi. Can you hear us? Okay, one second. Oh, Is this thing on? Now we can hear you. Can you hear us? I sure can. Oh, wonderful. Is it Amanda? Yes. We're not anonymous today. Okay, wonderful. Where are you at? I'm in North Carolina. Ooh, what nice. town in North Carolina are you in? It's not exciting. It's Cary. It's a suburb of Raleigh. Does your school dance disaster take place in this town? It sure does. I do want to give a shout out to two armchairs. May I? Yes, please. Kerrigan and Meredith have been armchairs with me from day one. I just had to give them a shout out. I cannot forget to say their names before I bid you guys adieu. Kerrigan? What a cool name. Not that Meredith is not a cool name, but Kerrigan. Yeah, it is. Beautiful. Are they involved in this story? They are not. Okay. Mm. The story takes place in North Carolina, and there's some context. The dance was a middle school dance. I was hoping Uh, for one. Yes, because those were my favorite ones. They're the worst. Or the best if you love junior high like I did. But yes. We didn't all thrive. A little awkward probably at that age for a dance. Yeah. So some background. My family moved to North Carolina right before I started middle school. So right before the sixth grade. Oof. The story takes place in the seventh grade, but just to give some context in the sixth grade, as I'm trying to like hit my stride, find my friends, I had my first day of school, like the chair pulled out from underneath me, full ass on the floor. Like that's what we're working with. Oh boy. (laughs) We get to seventh grade. And at this point I've hit my growth spurt both in height and kind of in weight. Self-confidence at this point in life was not good. Like there's meat on my bones. Mm. At that age, Monica, I'm sure you remember like some girls are this thin, other girls are maturing. So it's just like very awkward. But I had insisted because I have like some meat on my bones, like I need a woman's bra. Uh Sure, absolutely. I need that underwire. I need the cup. I'm not going to negotiate. Like it's time for the bra. But I don't have any boobs. Oh, Oh, okay. You don't actually need the support. I don't have boobs. (laughs) But because I'm filling out in other areas, I'm like, let me just try to feel not so chubby and awkward, but like I'm womanly. So I like forced a solution that I did not need. You were like, I'm going to embrace being voluptuous. Yeah, I'm going to fake it till I make it. The problem that arose from wearing a real bra without actual boobs is that any tight top I wore, I had like crater nipples. Uh. Like the shirt just concaved at the nipple where there should be boob to fill the cup out. Oh, no. Uh I see. Okay. Mm -hmm. Were they padded, the bras? That like thin little pad looks horrible, but I committed to it. I don't quit. I'm like, (laughs) I have to wear this bra. I like made a big deal out of it. So that brings me to the end of year dance. It's very exclusive. It's only for the seventh and eighth graders. Mm. Uh So I'm very excited. Never been to a school dance, never gotten dressed up, never done my makeup. So I got ready with one of my best friends at the time, Grace. And she's the perfect friend in middle school you want to get ready for a school dance with. She gets Teen Bop. She reads Seventeen magazine. Sometimes her mom lets her read Cosmo. So she knows fashion. She knows how to use a hair straightener. Wow. And I'm feeling good, but I just hated the dress that I picked out. So I looked through her closet and Thankfully, she let me wear this light yellow V-neck dress, and I am just loving it. It's the cutest thing ever. The problem is, with a light-colored dress, you're seeing crater nipple. Uh-huh, sure. So we're like, okay, I love this dress. I want to wear it. What can we do? We try to put on, like, a hot pink tank top underneath, thinking, like, more fabric. Are you being honest with your friend about the bra situation? Oh, yeah. Okay, great. She's like, Amanda... All the girls stuff their bras. Let's just go ahead and do that. Yeah. In a matter of seconds, I have like half a box of tissue just jammed in there. And I look in the mirror and I'm like, I'm a woman. I'm feeling so phenomenal. And so I feel so good about myself that I'm like, let's take a photo shoot in your backyard. And I sent in Wobby Wob a picture of like me <laughs> sitting on her playset, like wind in my hair. Oh, I'm wow. like, this is going to modeling scouts. Let oh, me take a look. Yeah. I got to see this. 
okay, it doesn't look that stuffed. You did no, a good job. Yeah, this is because great. Because I'm so flat. The fact that half a box of tissues is stuffed in there. The half box didn't get you to even a B cup, probably. No, regardless. My confidence is through the roof. So that takes us to the dance itself. It fits every stereotype of a middle school dance. It's held in an auditorium that has little to no air conditioning. The cheapest DJ that Carrie, North Carolina can find. I'm dancing my ass off. The problem was the dreaded slow dance was not something emotionally I was prepared for. So my strategy was, let me go outside where the PTA moms have like the light refreshments. Like, I'm going to cool off, be cool. I refuse to be stuck in the dance floor, not being asked to dance in a slow song. Go outside. And all of a sudden I hear my name. I turn my head and it is my crush walking towards me. To this day, I can still feel my heart simultaneously in my throat and my butt. Mm. Like I am on cloud nine. And he's like, why don't you come in and slow dance with me? Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. So we go in. And like I said, very stereotypical middle school dance. You are stiff arm lengths away. God forbid you make eye contact with whomever you're dancing with. It's way too intimate. Can't look at each other. We're doing the stiff arm thing, like looking at him. Like, is he looking at me? Oh, my gosh. We get more comfortable. The slow song progresses. We start looking at each other. And I notice he is digging what I've put on my body tonight. He's looking at my dress. He's like, this is so phenomenal. I can just feel it. Like he is loving it. Until he gets this funny look on his face. Uh And he kind of awkwardly smiles. And he's like, so what's that thing in your shirt? Oh, fuck. And I look down and it becomes apparent at that moment in time, because he was so much taller than me, my biceps were like at my ears, which meant his vantage point had completely unobstructed view down to... All the tissue. The end of my bra. Oh, wow. He just sees a mountain of tissue in there. I quickly run to the bathroom to assess the situation. I hold myself up in a stall and I look down and I see what once was voluptuous, fluffy tissue has now congealed itself into like a wet wad Uh sitting at the bottom of my bra. Oh, Oh, you had gotten a little sweaty throughout the dance and it wicked up. Very hot in North Carolina. (laughs) Not only had it formed itself into this wet wad, because I had been moving so much, it started to like disintegrate into like little pieces. Yeah. So I had like white speckled tissue all over my boob. Like I looked diseased. Oh boy. Not what you want. This is not what you want. (laughs) Trying to clean myself up. I've just gone from feeling like I'm going to get scouted by modeling scouts. (laughs) I'm feeling myself. Now I have a boyfriend to my life is over. I can never talk to this guy again. And I vowed in that bathroom, I'm never going to make eye contact. I'm never going to talk to this kid ever again. And I was successful in that mission. I avoided him like the plague. Very small school. And I did not talk to him for the remainder of six years that we went to school together. Oh, oh my goodness. Wow. Oh, wow. (laughs) Moral of the story is, I mean, there's a lot. One, we can't all have fat natchies and we just have to be grateful (laughs) for what we have. Yeah. The more important moral of the story is I went to a really small school, like I mentioned. Not once did I hear a rumor about me from him spreading it, that he was talking badly about me. So... I don't know how many, I don't do fast math like Dax, but all these years later, I am so proud of that kid, that kid's parents. Yes. You should have dated him. Yeah, he he probably didn't care. That's the thing. Like, I know at that age for me, I was certainly mature enough that I would have just felt 
bad for you and I would have been happy to ignore it and keep it moving. Yeah. I mean, most it's of the dudes risk. that are being assholes don't have attention from gals. That's true. Yeah, maybe he might have been the one. Are you married? I am married very happily. And I actually, <laughs> before I go, I wanted just to say the second I got the email that I was allowed on this show. I could not keep it a secret from my friends because they know how much I love the podcast, but there is a secret that I have not told them yet. What better way to tell them the secret than on this show? Oh, I can guess. And that secret is that I'm pregnant. <gasps> Yay! Oh my God! That's a Congratulations. Wow, congratulations. Now you're going to have huge fat natchies. I am yeah, finally going to get to my fat natchies era and I'm thrilled. Oh, that's so exciting. Congratulations. Congratulations. And that's never happened on here. I love that. Yes. Do you think there'll ever be a marriage proposal on here? It seems I like that could happen. That. Yeah. We've now had a baby announcement. Wow. Now you'll know if they really listen or that's, if they're just pretending to be armed. That's true. Yeah. Yes. We'll find out. Wow. Well, that's Amanda, great. congratulations. And I'm so sorry you had that experience. You must've thought your entire life was over. It's such a precarious age, isn't it? 12 years old. Oh, boy. Not great, but it's so fabulous to meet you both. Dax, you're my celebrity hall pass. I got confirmation <gasps> oh. from my husband that I could say that. He's like, I guess. And I was like, he's going to be creeped out. I was like, I don't care. I have to say it. I'm not creeped out. I'm flattered. So many people have Monica as their hall pass that once in a while I get one, and I am very grateful for it. Well, I'm happy to say it. Monica, happy belated birthday. Thank you. I'm not mad at you about the blue crew neck era oh, sweatshirt. I'm actually mad at myself for not thinking about it for being honest with ourselves. I appreciate it. I appreciate your generosity. <laughs> Amanda, so nice meeting you. Thank you for telling that story to us and congratulations. I'm so happy yes. for you. Yes. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Take care. Bye. Hello. Scott, can you hear us? Hey, I can. How you doing? We are Good. so sorry about our tardiness. We had a full Wi-Fi meltdown. We're now on cellular and we're on an iPad. So Forgive us, please. No problem. Hope this works out okay. Yes, Scott, where are you? I'm in Florida. We just moved here from Kansas not too long ago. Oh. Monica, I'm not a Florida Gator. Oh, good. Thank God. <laughs> Stow your saber. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're going to tell us, though, about a school dance that took place in Kansas. Correct. I'm going to go way back to October of 1998. Oh, beautiful. It's my senior year in high school. We had about 1,200 people that went to our school, and drinking was pretty rampant at our school, like I think most high schools. We would, of course, attend pre-parties before the dance, but this was shaping up to be a little bit different. So about a week out, rumors started swirling that school administration was going to have breathalyzers at the dance as people went in. You know, this really started putting a damper on people's plans. Can I quickly ask, what kind of dance was it? Was it homecoming or prom or something different? Sorry, it was a homecoming dance. Okay, great. So we're getting into fall. It's getting dark early. Cider season. Let's go. You got it. So so that week of the dance, I'm studying with one of my buddies, Carl, and we're at his house and just sort of out of the blue, he's like, Scott, I can't be sober at the dance. And I'm like, I know, I know, me too, right? It's a non-negotiable. We really need some liquid courage to help us dance, right? Yeah. So we started to hatch a plan and we figured that if we couldn't drink before the dance, we would just drink inside the dance. Yep. Yeah, great call. Our first step was to figure out how to get it into the dance. So Carl and I were both on student council. We were model <laughs> students, as oh. you can uh, tell by this story. <laughs> well, you were studying with Paul. I can't tell you I had a lot of study dates in my senior year of high school. <laughs> yeah. As student council, we, we went to decorate before the dance. That was our responsibility. So on Saturday morning, we'd go decorate for the dance. It would give us plenty of time to, to hide booze there. Oh, yeah. this is great. Inside job, inside 
inside yeah. job, like a bank job. Yeah, exactly. So Carl and I needed to figure out also how to conceal the booze because we had purchased a pint of gin for the occasion, <laughs> but we felt it was too risky to just hide a bottle of gin in the dance. And so we needed another method. In retrospect, putting it into a water bottle seemed really smart, but we weren't quite that smart. So we picked the next best option, which was putting it into PVC pipes. Very interesting Wait, choice. What? Yes, very, very interesting okay. choice. You know what that is, right, Monica? That white pipe you see, it's plastic. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, that's PVC. But like, isn't it open-ended? It is. You must have had to cap it. Yeah, so we went to the hardware store and we bought PVC pipe, just that yeah standard white three quarter inch PVC pipe, mm. and then end caps to cap the end of it. And we brought it home and we cut it into four sections. We had two longer sections, two shorter sections. The longer sections held about four shots of gin. The two smaller ones held two shots of gin. And we made sure, you know, they were watertight when we capped them and everything like that. It was a great plan. Are you an engineer now? No, I'm not. Oh. Major Ken Kennedy vibes. This is something Ken Kennedy mm, would do for sure. This is okay. great. Yeah, okay. we love it. <laughs> so Saturday morning, we go to the school to decorate for the dance. It's a great opportunity. Very few people are there. Coast is clear. We can come and go as we please. So we carry these tubes of gin into the boys' bathroom by the cafeteria. And in a school bathroom, there's not many places to hide things. But there were three sinks. So we took three of the pipes and we just duct taped them up underneath the sink. Did it cross your mind to put it in the tank of the toilet? Or it probably didn't have a tank? It was tankless, right? Oh, okay, okay. But there were only three sinks. And so we took the fourth tube and we duct taped it behind the toilet, the very back. And it was a great <laughs> hiding spot, completely concealed. And we left. That night we arrive at the dance. And were they really actually doing breathalyzers or was that a scare tactic? No breathalyzers. Yeah. So we hang out for a little bit, then we make a beeline for the bathroom. And we each take one of the longer tubes with four shots of gin in it. We pop the top off of it. We just sort of have this moment where we're both looking at each other and we're like, okay, one, two, three, you know, put it to our lips and tilt it all the way back. And that's likely where this story started going sideways. Uh, sure. The one thing that we had never done in all of our planning and preparation was we had never drank out of the tubes before. Um. And there was some weird back pressure thing that happened and the gin just shot straight out of the tube, straight down our throats. You know, it was four shots of gin, boom, straight down the hatch. Uh Oh, main line, main line. And it happened to both of us. And Carl and I look at each other with, with big eyes. Carl. And, you know, as we're trying to swallow and gut this gin. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, oh, shit, I messed up. I had drank before, but I'm a very inexperienced drinker. Oh, no. I'm a one beer tipsy type of guy. And I'm not a shots guy and certainly not a four shots at, at once guy. Oh. <laughs> four for one guy. You know, Scott, he's a four for one guy. Oh. <laughs> we take the tubes, we hide them in the trash. We're like, hey, we're out on these other ones. Like, we need to just be done here. We could be in deep, deep trouble. Carl, is he panicked? Yeah, he's panicked too. This was just a little too much for us. Oh, you guys are so sweet. Oh, You're in student I council. Know. You did all this preparation and <laughs> uh, it breaks my heart. <laughs> so another guy walks in to the bathroom and we tell him the story and we're like, hey, if you want these other two tubes, you can have them. Just drink them. And then when you're done, just put them into the trash. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I got it. This is awesome. We're like, all right, just don't forget, right? Put them in the trash. Yeah, yeah, I got it. So 
We walk out. <laughs> we head back to the dance. This great buzz starts to kick in. We manage it okay the whole time. We end up having this great night. Oh. Wow. That's really where I hoped that the story would end. But this is where the disaster begins. Uh-oh. Fast forward, it's Monday morning. For some reason, I didn't have a first hour class. I came at second period, which was about nine o'clock. And I pull into the parking lot and immediately knew something was wrong. There's about 10 cop cars oh, in the boy. parking lot. Uh-oh. And, you know, this is late 90s. This is before security officers at schools and this kind of thing. Like one police officer was too much to see at school, let alone 10 cop cars, right? I'm a little concerned, keep driving through the parking lot, and by the cafeteria, there's this giant black truck. And the best way to describe it is, imagine a 26-foot U-Haul truck, completely black. It's like a semi on the front and a box truck on the back. It has police lights on top. The back of it's wide open, and there's a man in camouflage army fatigues that's dressing in a shiny silver suit. Oh. Oh, it just hit me what happened. Okay, continue. (laughs) I go inside and the first friend I see, I'm like, hey, what happened? What's all this police commotion outside? And he's like, I guess a janitor was cleaning this morning and found a pipe bomb in the bathroom. Uh Yep, yep, yep. And so I started having this, of course, sinking feeling. I'm like, "Uh, which bathroom? (laughs) Like that would matter. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the one by the cafeteria. Uh, and I was like, oh, no, my life's over. Oh, God. Come to find out the buddy that we gave it to, he drank one of them, left the other one behind the toilet. The janitor had come in in the morning and found that. Taped up. He thought it was a pipe bomb. He contacted, you know, the principal. The principal contacted the police. Oh. And... Naturally, I guess the police just called the local army <laughs> bomb squad to come oh and detonate it. Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. Carl and I were quite panicked about this. We were good kids. And so our first instinct was, let's just come clean. Let's go down to the principal's office. Just come clean. Tell them, hey, big misunderstanding. We thought about that for a few minutes and decided that was an awful idea. Good, good, good. There's no reason for you to own up to this. Instead, we decided to cover our tracks and deny, deny, deny until this day. <gasps> oh, wow, you never exclusive. got caught. Wow. Good. Oh, God. I think that's because of your good karma points because you were a good kid. You were a good boy, yeah. yeah. I I was very nervous that you were going to go turn yourself in because there's zero proof. How on earth did they? Well, the other boy, though. I'd be worried about that other boy. Loose lips sink ships. Yeah. They were fingerprinting the pipes, and we were trying to cover our tracks. So where we bought the pipe at the hardware store, we had a buddy, Andrew, who worked there. Andrew told us, hey, I have access to the security room. So he went in, and he switched the security tapes. Oh, So that the tape got overwritten. Oh. We felt really good about that. Yes, yes. This is a full, like. It's a real inside job, as I said. It's a shame you guys, you didn't get into a, a life of crime. Heist. I, yeah, I think you could have been successful. <laughs> right, right. Wait, what do you do? I'm in the dental business. Oh, oh okay. The dental wow. hustle. Wow. I'm so impressed. Yeah, this is great. I think you did the right thing. From beginning to end, I think yeah. you did the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like every part well, of thanks. it. Well, thanks. <laughs> well, hopefully the statute of limitations has run out. And, <laughs> you know, if it hasn't, please just keep this between us and your listeners. Yes, <laughs> we'll do. We'll do. There's only three or four of us. So <laughs> nothing to worry about. Well, Scott, we wish you tons of luck on your move to Florida, and we enjoyed that story so much. Thank you. Hey, thanks. And I just have one more request. So today is my wife's birthday. 
She's a huge archery. Let's go. Jane. Oh, here comes Jane. Hi, guys. Hi, Hi, Jane. Nice to meet you. Happy belated birthday, Monica. Oh, thank oh. you. No ha- shit that you guys are in the dental racket. Yeah, Look at these smiles. I know. Oh. I know. I, was, I thought that even during. I know. I want to keep my lips over my teeth right I now, both of us. Oh, yeah. Stop it. <laughs> well, it's so nice to meet yeah, you. Thanks for being an armchair. Diehard armchair since day one. Oh, oh my God. Day one. So nice to meet you guys. So nice to meet you. We love Scott. Oh, I'm glad you had fun. He's much more well-behaved now. <laughs> yeah, he, he seemed kind of well-behaved then, yeah, too. Yeah, he he's did. a good kid now. Yeah, <laughs> good boy, good boy. <laughs> Take care. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 Those were fun. Those were really fun. It makes me want to go back to my junior high dances so bad. Did you have junior high dances? Yeah, we had, well, eighth grade. Everyone was invited. Actually, Six, seven, I'm eight. wrong. We had multiple. You had multiple. Yeah. Yeah, we had one or two a year, I think, yeah. in junior high. And what was great is for the people that didn't want to dance like me, the gym was open and they would play dodgeball. Oh, uh, right? you didn't want to dance? No, no, I was dancing, but for the other boys who were <gasps> oh, afraid oh, to dance. Oh, I see. No, I didn't get off the dance floor. But the way you said it, it sounded like. And Aaron was so confused by this behavior. He just couldn't fathom wanting to dance. Oh, he didn't he was, want God, to. no, he never danced. Okay. None of the boys I hung out with really danced. They okay. were more of the tough kids. You I could know? see Aaron wanting to dance. As we got older and we would go to punk shows all the time, he would dance in there, which is a little bit different kind of dancing. But <laughs> is that more like more banging his your speed, head? Kind of mashing into people. And wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rough and tumby. I only had one date to a dance. It was what? my senior prom. Let's and he was out. from another school. And what was his name? His name was Nithin. Nithin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shout out to Nithin. Yeah, he's doing really well. Yeah, you hear updates? Mm-hmm. Does he own a tech company or something? Yeah. He does. Okay. <laughs> perfect, perfect, perfect. All right. Well, I love you. That was love so much you. fun. Do you want to sing a tune or something? We don't have a theme song. Oh. Okay, great. We don't have a theme song for this new show, so here I go, go, go. We're going to ask some random questions and with the help On the fly rhyme dish, on the fly rhyme dish, enjoy.